We were talking about, uh, Gretchen and I were talking about um, redoing our bathrooms, uh, the upstairs bathroom and the master bedroom, and then we wanted to put in a bathroom downstairs, so I quit peeing in the sink. Dude, peeing in the sink is so liberating. Uh, it kind of is. It helps your aim. <laughs> I tell you that much. It helps your aim, because I don't want to, like, I, I try to clean up as little as possible, because you got to pee in the sink, then you got to take the sprayer and spray it down so that there's no leftover pee, otherwise it'll smell really bad. This is Alex Sturgeon with the Hobbytown Hobbyplex, race director and uh, s- officially second in command. With me as always. Will Brinton, uh, just an overall nice guy. Yeah. You know, that's my, my title. Yeah, team associated driver. Oh, our, yeah. That's our, resident, cool. our resident uh, team associated, uh, one of our resident team associated fast guys. Yeah. So if you're on here, give a comment and uh, leave a like too. That helps the, uh, it helps algorithms. It helps. Yeah, it helps people find us. So that's why you see all these YouTubers now. Leave a like and make sure you leave a comment. And you know, the subscriptions don't mean jack anymore, apparently. So, really? Yeah. Huh. I'm gonna go unsubscribe to a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> I mean, I think it does. I think it does to the effect like if we ever wanted to get additional sponsors, we could show them. Hey, we have almost three thousand subscribers. Yeah. There are fifteen viewers. There should be fifteen likes right now. Yeah. Dang it. Ethan Dallaire says, give me one good reason to like the stream and I will. Well, Ethan Dallaire, you're going to get mentioned here in about 30 minutes when we go yeah, over, when you, when we go over racing and what other hobby shop in our general area does that on a weekly basis? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of a good reason. Um, no, nope, I can't think of one. You better not like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As always, uh, this show is brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at pivotlending.com. If you mention our show, if you're going to do a, uh, a uh, refinance or home loan, which uh, my wife and I actually have done, um, mention our show. You can get $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate. You can uh, give them a call, ask for Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad. It's always a good one. Yeah, ask for Aiden Olson's dad, always. Or Don, whatever. Uh, Bob Thorpe is a dirt oval racer from Massachusetts. That's pretty cool. Hey, buddy. Massachusetts. Well, uh, there's honestly not a whole lot to talk about this weekend. There were no national big races, were there? There's a J Concepts race somewhere. Yeah. I mean, we, we didn't do last week because it was Memorial Day, so I guess we did miss something. But didn't did we talk about the super chip thing? The drag racing? So uh-uh. did you watch that at all? A little, I pretty much just tried to catch uh, Jared Tebow's runs and the local guys when I could, but I was out in the sticks in my camper. Oh, that's right. You were out camping. It, it, yeah. So I did actually catch a good hour. Of, I think it was like the second passes or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. Round. I don't know. But I did watch some. And uh, those, I used to call them the ramp, the disqualification ramp. Like, because if you hit that ramp, you're just disqualified. So it's like, don't hit the disqualification ramp. That or the Widowmaker. I called it the Widowmaker a few times. Yeah. That's one thing I need to start saying at the track more often is the Widowmaker. Well, I got to design a Widowmaker, a new Widowmaker. Yeah. The the first one that I was calling that was the, um, 
that there's like this switchback chicane coming onto the straightaway mm. and you could straight line it if you're good enough. Yeah. But one time I didn't uh, turn enough, I guess. And I beam just saw both front and rear arms off of my four wheel. <laughs> the Gatorback was known as a Wittermaker, wasn't it? Oh no. Had that? No, I, I had another name for that. Oh, but um, I don't know if I can say it on here. Yeah, I better, I better not. I watched the whole thing. I you stayed didn't? up. I stayed up to like three thirty a.m. in the morning really? to watch the watch the final. You could tell. You could tell Scotty Ernst was struggling. He was tired. He was like really? ready to go. But, like, uh, and there they go. Well, they kept giving him. They kept giving him breaks. Oh, really? So when you got down to these eight people, then there was like a forty-minute break in between. The, those races and then when it got down to four people there was like a, a 20 minute break between the final the four people in the final and mm-hmm. it's because they have to go back and they have to re-prep their car they have to like uh jam a bunch of amps in their batteries and re-prep the tires and you know mm-hmm. all that sort of thing so they got to give them time yeah and a lot of the comments had to do mo- all the comments were mostly positive but one of the comments that struck me the most was like if they're going to make that more even more mainstream as it's already getting, they got to find a way to condense that down somehow or keep, just keep the racing going. Cause a lot of people would leave and between those breaks and never come back. They need another class. Yeah. Another class would do it. That's for sure. I think that's what Scotty's going to do. Did you see Scotty posted his, uh, his thing, his race. What did he call it? I don't know what he called it, but he put it on the August 29th and guess what that is. Summer series, summer series race. Of course. Yeah, we'll have to find out what he called it because I gave when he was here for our race, I gave him a list, laundry list of names. Oh yeah, I don't remember what they were, but <laughs> I'll have to look for it. Yeah, well, I'll look for it. I'll, I'll actively look for it. But anyways, uh, somebody chime in. I I actually took my DR10 out and did some passes, and uh, mine's pretty slow. I said yeah. I got some work to do. You got like a ten second car. I have a three second car. Three seconds. Yeah, that's that's like I don't know some of the races. I well, they were doing like most of them are two point two. Yeah, two point two. I was watching two point three. You could see the bracket going as as they go. They got rid of all the two point five cars. Then they'd race and get rid of the two four cars. Then they'd race, get rid of the two threes and the two twos. And then you had a, then you had the really fast guys that were two seconds or lower. Hmm. Was there? There was some sub two second passes. There was a couple. There? Yeah, there was a few. But but. I'm not even sure what my car would go into class wise because I don't know enough about it. And so I'm going to learn and uh, I think I'm going to try to participate in one of the drag racing events around this area, whether it be in Sioux city, uh, the seven one two club or whatever. And, um, mm-hmm. or whatever, I'll figure it out, but I'm, I'm definitely going to participate in one and learn how that goes. And then maybe, maybe we can do our own one day. Yeah. If we did our own, I'd be more inclined to do it. I had one on order and I was like looking at what the really fast guys are doing mm-hmm. and it was like, eh, I'll just get an eight scale instead. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Did you see Scott Hearns flew back to the Texas biggie, which was the same weekend. So mm-hmm. he did the, he did the announcing, missed all of qualifying, stayed up till three thirty AM in the morning. Didn't he? I don't even think he slept, got his flight back to the Texas biggie, went and bumped into the a main. And I think he finished second. Really? That's insane. In, in um, some eight scale class, it could have been masters or it could have been regular. I'm not, I'm to be honest with you. I'm not sure. Hmm. And funny story to that. Steve McLaughlin, remember him? The roar guy? Yeah. 
He's, yeah, the, like he's generally the Roar Tech guy almost all the time. Yeah, he's a super nice guy. Steve McLaughlin butt dialed me from the Texas Biggie. Yeah. So I haven't gotten a phone call from any of the Roar thing because I haven't done the Roar MT since 2017. And, uh, but I got a, I got a phone call and I, I'm like, I don't know this number. And then I answered it and all I could hear were the buzzing of eight scales. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hello, hello. And then I hear some talking and then I heard, and I kept hearing that. And so I stayed on the line for like a minute, just listening to the sound of eight scales buzzing by. I knew I could tell what they were. It was pretty obvious what they are. If you've ever heard one of those yeah. before. Anyways, so I hung up and I'm like, I wonder if that was Bob. I thought it was Ingersoll. And I looked at the messages and I'm like, God, this doesn't even sound like Bob. And then I still was like, oh, it was Steve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steve McLaughlin. Butt dialing me. Yes. So, you know, the, the rule, like after you race, like your car has to go into impound before you marshal. Yeah. Yep. Or whatever. Like at our, at our Nats, like they had a new, new rule where, like or a new thing Steve was doing where he was taking photos of mm-hmm. all the cars in tech. Mm-hmm. So, so you couldn't say, say that like, Oh, I was here. Well, I don't have you here. That, that rule actually saved me from being disqualified from around a uh, mod truck because my car was there. And, um, the photo he had was actually like, uh, I can't remember who it was. It was one of the local guys. I think he was holding up the wrong number. Oh, but it was the heat before mine. Yeah. And I, and I was actually there or my car was actually there in impound. That rule actually got Emerson disqualified from, oh, really? uh, from his second, a main in, yeah. in 15 and under cause he was pissed. So he just took his stuff back to the pits. He didn't even take it to tech. Oh, I remember that. And I was like, I was like, dude, I'm like, they're going to, they disqualified you, man. You got to take your car back to pits. Like I told you. And, uh, no, but I, I meant the, the photo taking. Yeah, no, they were like doing him, that there too. And I said, and yeah. I, cause I was like, are you sure? And then Steve thought I was getting out of hand. I don't know. Not out of hand, but like thought I was making, thought I was going to like fight it, which I mm-hmm. wasn't. I was like, well, if he wasn't there, it wasn't there. That's it on him. And he showed me all the pictures and I was like, yep, nope. Emerson didn't take his mm-hmm. car. Go ahead. Cause I didn't want there to be any favoritism. Yeah. Or showing like when favoritism. I, uh, like any, anytime I see him, Steve always like puts his arm around me. He's like, and whoever we're talking to, he's like, this guy was so far the only guy that <laughs> like this rule has worked for so far. Yeah. Like his car was actually there and I was wrong. Like it, it, he, he loves that. He does that. Yeah. Like, takes the photos. Anyway. You know, Steve, Steve's one of my favorite RMT guys. Uh, yeah. And it, the, one of the most consistent too. Cause he's always, but you know, Bob had cancer for a while, so he was kind of out of it. I oh, think he's, I think yeah. he's back into it, but uh, Steve's been basically, the main tech guy for years now. I mean, I, when yeah. I was, when I started with, with RMT helping out, I think it was 2013. I mean, he was mm-hmm. the, he was the main tech guy and yeah. he's, he's pretty much there at every race. And that's, that's, that's a good thing about roar is the consistency of that, of that team. Steve and Jeff, super nice guys. Yep. Speaking of that, you know, we got regionals October 2nd yeah. uh, for 10 scale off road. It'll be um, uh, two weeks after the last summer series. So the pacing is good there. And then, uh, in, I just signed up today for the eight scale nat or eight scale regionals in Kansas city. Oh, really? Yeah. When is, when is that? Uh, June 20, June 25th through the 27th. Oh, that's coming up. It's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday deal. Mm. So this crappy thing is, is, uh, Tim is also going to be on vacation 
that same week. So both Tim and I won't be at the store uh, for the weekend. When are you going to go? Are you just going to go down like I'm, Saturday morning? I'm going Friday. Oh, you are? Yeah, I got Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. And Friday practice and then, and then Saturday, three qualifiers, Sunday mains. Well, I'll see if I have a truck by then. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, you could take your camper. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. Is there enough people to shack up in there? Enough room? For us, yeah, there'd be room for us. Hmm. Because I was gonna, I was gonna ask Matt Leibman if I could stay at his house. Oh, okay. But he lives well, on. But the problem is, is that Matt lives like on the other side of Kansas City, so it's like a, it's like a thirty-minute drive every morning. Where, where would? It, can you leave campers in their parking lot? Or I think what? so. Yeah, they usually do. I see campers there all the time. The last time I, the last time I went to regionals, there were campers down there. I don't have a generator though. Yeah, we could figure that one out. Before we get to results, we got to let's talk about something because this is really funny. Okay. It gave us something to talk about today. So, well, hold on, hold on, hold on because this is starting to get warm. I'm going to open this baby up. It's not going to make any noise. Oh, it did. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. Oh. That's really good too. <sighs> what, is, what is that you're having to drink there, buddy? This is a uh, Smirnoff Ice Orange screwdriver. Smirnoff Ice, huh? Gotta think of everything, bro. Hey? Oh, neat. Yeah, it's really good. Me fail English? That's impossible. Okay, what does no cash refunds mean? Well, it means if you're uh, getting a refund there or if you're trying to get a refund, you, you aren't getting one in the cash form or any kind of debit, Visa credit, MasterCard or American Express uh, return on uh, fundage there, buddy. Uh, I think that would probably mean uh, store credits coming your way. That's about it. You, you nailed it. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Because... Uh, every once in a while we'll, we'll get a, we'll get a, um, I didn't use cash. I used my card and you're like, dude, mm-hmm. that's not what that means. Like why argue mm-hmm. with me about it? And every once in a while we'll get that person. That's like, well, that guy told me that I could get my money back. Mm-hmm. And we're all like, mm, no, uh-uh. like you basically lose credibility with me when, when, when somebody says that to me, cause I know for a fact that nobody would have told him that mm-hmm. I do give the benefit of the doubt that possibly what they asked was, can I bring this back? And our guys who are inexperienced, because that always happens, would say, yes. However, what that person means is, can I get my money back? And what this person means is, yeah, you can return it and get something else. So I've always told our guys, our new guys especially, um, you know, make sure that you stress you can only get store credit back. But I know I've been around when they haven't done that clarification and they just assume the other person means store credit. Mm-hmm. And I can see how that gets crossed up. Yeah. This one time this lady bought, this lady bought like three or she tried to buy like three different pine car derby kits. Okay. And, yeah. uh, and she brought them up and she's like, I'm going to buy these three and then whichever ones we don't want, we're just going to bring back and get our money back. And I was like, uh, no, that, nope, you, you can't do that. 
Um, and then she tried to argue with me about it before she bought it. And I'm like, listen, you're not going to get your money back. So either choose one or just be aware of the fact that you're going to get store credit back for other stuff. And uh, she just put it back and left, which is actually good. Like we'd rather have that than have the fight afterwards when we, when we have your money. Yeah. And then another time, this was really funny. This was right after Rod. So Roger used to be a manager when I first started way back in 2004. And I think he left in 2006. Right. And he was the, he was the, he was the general manager and he was really tough. He was a really good guy. Um, you, if he told you to do something, you did it. He was really good at managing the part-time people that we have and stuff like that. And uh, he was gone and we were kind of on our own. And so I had to deal with all these people instead of the general manager people. And, and this one lady once she's like demanding that I give her her money back. And I'm like, I'm like, lady, I can't do that. I can't do that. And she's like, um, she's like, well, I was told specifically that I could get my money back. And I'm like, mm, no, that I'm, I'm sure that didn't happen. And she's like, are you calling me a liar? And I went, Meh. really? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, that didn't go well, but whatever. Yeah. What, what happened? What happened after you did that? Uh, she, she looked at me stunned. I, I remember her looking at me like I was like, maybe. And, uh, she didn't like that. And she asked to see somebody higher up and I'm like, Nope, I'm the guy. And then she just took her store credit slip and went out the door. Who knows if she ever came back, but I mean, I, at the time I didn't, I wasn't as tactful nowadays. I'm, I'm a little bit more tactful, I think, but I, I just remember that. That was really funny. What brought this up? Oh, some guy on Facebook bought a servo and then, and then wanted to bring it back for money. And, 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 uh, he had to go online and he had to go on Facebook and complain about was it. Was it on. an eco power servo? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I saw the post, but I didn't read it. He had to complain about it on one of the clubs, of course. And I'm actually pretty impressed. You guys, there's 20 people watching now, but I'm actually really impressed that we've actually had. Usually what happens is, is all the Plex haters come out of the woodwork on these posts. And they just pile on, right? And the opposite has actually happened. I'm actually really impressed. Um, yeah. I've learned to ignore all that anyways. But uh, in, this, in this case, like most of them were like, yeah, dude, they got the giant sign in front of it. Didn't you, didn't you read it? Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. And uh, hopefully the mods on 402 Club will just, just delete it. Delete the post Yeah, anyways. you hear that, mods? Yeah. <laughs> Coronavirus update. Oh, this was the first week, the first full week that I didn't have to uh, wear a mask while working. Oh, nice. I was so happy. So happy. Keep it up. Dude, the mask thing just, just drive me nuts. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm actually pretty impressed with myself that I haven't let my facial expressions show my disdain. That happens every once in a while, but there haven't. There hasn't been anything to be too disdainful about so far. Yeah. But I was really afraid that because I got used to wearing that mask and just, and just all day, just. You know, and Mm -hmm. this week, no mask. I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of chilling, just putting on that smile and. Uh huh. Cool. But I also think too, that like, the way that I interact with customers, I use a lot of facial expressions. So I think the mask actually inhibited my ability to empathize with people or to 
or to show somebody when I was joking around with them, you know, yeah, kind of block that. So I think, I think also that helps too, I guess. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I do. I do know what you're saying. Either way. I'm super happy. I'm, I'm, I walked in here, this, the, the, the recording studio, um, didn't have a mask, uh, mandate anymore. Hmm. So now I can just walk around like a free person. It's great. Yeah. Lincoln's had it gone longer than we have, right? Didn't they let theirs oh, yeah. expire a little it's, earlier? It's been a hot minute. Yeah. Yeah. I had one little interaction at Casey's with one of the workers. Um, that before the mask mandate was up, um, I was told by one of the late, by one of the cashiers in there, I don't have to wear it anymore. Like they're not going to like do anything about it or yell at me. And so I uh, grabbed, they actually had them in stock. So I had grabbed a couple of kickstarts and I was walking them out. I was like, all right, who wants me? And this, uh, one of the girls was like, not me. You're not wearing your mask. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I mean, I'm, I'm vaccinated. So it doesn't really matter anymore. And then the other lady who was nice, she's like, come on over here. And she rang me up and she even gave me a free cookie. Was, really? Yeah. That's nice of her. Yeah, man. For as upset as I've gotten at that place for not having orange kickstarts in stock from time to time, I do get a lot of free donuts and cookies from them. Yeah. So I should stop being, I try not to be a giant tool when they're out of stuff that I want. Yeah. Cause I know how that is on the other end. So mm-hmm. how do you not have my favorite thing? Yeah. Unless you're being a butt to me, like, like if you're going to go, we ain't wearing your mask, me, then I'd be like, well, I mean, okay. Yeah. That's like free reign for me to unload all yeah. this pent up rage that I have <laughs> <laughs> right, right into, right into the service industry. <laughs> the winner is, well, speaking of pent up rage, you want to talk about racing? Yeah. <laughs> the rage is a gift. <laughs> the ang- anger is a gift. <laughs> this was the first weekend in which Friday night beat Saturday for turnout. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that at all. And in summertime, you know, you were going to have, we're going to have weekends like that. Mm-hmm. Especially now because last summer was a little different because we had, we had the pandemic going on and we were really one of the only places you could go to race for a little while. Yeah. So, you know, the, the large turnouts and stuff, you know, they're not going to last. That's why you never hear me like (sighs) try to rub it in if we're having a really good turnout, because I know that that won't last. I know that our time's coming, you know? Well, there's some places that we try to rub it in, but that's more between you and I. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. I just, so I'm looking at the results. The Hobbyplex on road triple crown race number one actually beat Friday and Saturday. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, obviously, they beat Saturday if they beat Friday by one entry. Wow. But check this out, though. Friday had the most people, and Saturday Speed had the second most people. So that means that 17 people raced like three classes. Yeah. Yeah. I ran, uh, I ran racing all weekend, Friday and Saturday, and then I worked Sunday. Um, I was going to race my touring, touring car, but I just I didn't feel like it. I knew we were going to be busy. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have felt like it either. It's just, it's really difficult to try to do that and, and work. Because you can't work on your car. So the only thing I can do is 
is try to duck out of there if I can, go race, come back up, you know, slap sauce on my tires, charge my batteries really high, and and then and then wait and hope that I get to go again if we're not crazy busy. Yeah. So Friday night we had two heats of Plex, but it got whittled down after because you know some people leave. I mean they're only paying five back five bucks or the racing for free. So um, we whittled it down to one A main. And uh, speaking of people leaving, my son and his three friends left after the first qualifier. Really? Yeah, they went swimming. I was bummed out. I was really bummed out. Uh, Josh McMullen uh, took the win in uh, Plexpec. Eli Webb uh, got second. Isabella McMullen, she's got that little bandit of hers running pretty good. Finished third. Ryan Nemec, it's his first time back in a while. Um, you know, they were, uh, they were ultra careful with the COVID stuff, so all three of them got brand new B6 3Ds. And they all, they, all three of them bought them from the Plex. That's Ro- Roger, awesome. Roger, Roger, and Ryan. So, uh, Nick Rustermeyer finished uh, fifth. Haley Irving, that's um, uh, Cody's, Cupkey's girlfriend, uh, finished sixth. Ethan Rustermeyer was seventh. Alex Eichler with his new buggy. He raced his buggy, finished eighth. And then Emerson Chestnut finished ninth. Nice. Yeah. So there's there were two there were two boys named Emerson at the, at the Plex on Friday. That's pretty cool. Yeah, doesn't happen very often. Emerson, I remember Emerson was like super pissed at us once when he was six and seven years old because across the, there was a family across the street and up that he was friends with this kid named Mason, and uh, his mm-hmm. sister was named Emerson. <laughs> He's like, why'd you name me a girl's name? And I'm like, it's not. It's, it can be either or, dude. Relax. Uh, there was a 13-5 wheeler class, and uh, Jackson Anderson uh, took the win in that one. Uh, TJ Williams uh, finished second. Then there was, a, I think, Logan Prismanis, I believe, is running a modified, finished third. Ronnie Went was fourth. And then Jason Prismanis uh, finished fifth. I think he was running a mod, too, actually. Uh, and then Cody Kupke was in there, finished sixth. And then we had Stock Buggy. And uh, Jackson Anderson took the win in that one. Cole Webb. Finished second in front of TJ Williams. So those are those kind of youngsters, kind of teenagers, you know, uh, getting better all the time. Uh, Steve Wall uh, finished fourth. Tanner Anthony uh, came out. They finished fifth. Nick Chestnut was sixth. Garrett Spencer was seventh. And Ryder left. I remember he was, uh, him and his buddies left before the mains. They finished their their race and that was that. Uh, And then Mini Truggy. There was uh, Ronnie Went. His truck's been looking really good lately. Um, he actually had fast lap for the race as well by about a second over uh, Nate Will's fast lap. Uh, Steve Wall finished second. Nate Will was third. Nick Chestnut got his running. He got a used one. Um, I actually swapped him out some double Ds. He said that the truck that he got was an outdoor truck yeah. with, with a full set of green double Ds. Okay. And I was like, dude. They don't have those in stock, and I wanted to go to regionals. Well, it turns out regionals that didn't have the that the I thought they were gonna have four by four truck. They don't. Um, anyways, oh, so it doesn't. Can I, can I have those tires? Yeah, yeah. Why not? I might need them for my yeah, truck. You might need them. Uh, so anyway, so I swapped them out a set of uh, of ellipses that I had, and then there was an e truggy class. You would have loved it. My shins hurt already. <laughs> it was uh, what was it? It was uh, Steve Wall. And uh, Logan Prismanis and then Nate Will was out a little early. The other two, Ryder and Caleb, again, they left. I think Caleb had the new Techno Truggy that he actually bought from the Plex. 
Nice. And got it all got it all painted up and and was out running it. And then uh, so Saturday speed. So we had a what would you call it? How would you describe the type of club race we had? It was super laid back. Yeah, it was great. This we need some more of those, please. Just if we still had a full heat of mod buggy, that's so awesome about our place. Yeah, you know, um, it did get whittled away because because like Aiden left, um, Riley's car broke. Uh, who else left that was running mod two wheel? There was one more. Uh, Mitchell. Oh, Mitchell, and then Alex. Alex didn't run his either. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Mitchell left too. That was weird. Uh, thirteen five buggy slash mod buggy. So I put the. Uh, mod guys and the stock guys together just to form a heat so that we had marshals and uh, mm-hmm. Alex Vanderbeek took the win um, Ethan Delaire finished second they only four seconds apart so it's nice to see Ethan's car coming along um, Jackson Anderson took the win Riley was uh, using uh, I believe uh, Caden Bairdings 4x4 yeah. um, finished second and then Chance Rolk, Ronnie Went, Dustin Hosick so there was a 13.5 class and then there was a mod class. So Alex and Ethan and mod and then everybody else was running 13.5. And then we had a small plex spec heat. Um, this was actually a pretty fun race. Uh, there were a lot of lead changes. Uh, Andrew Zhang uh, took the win. Jace Hughes took second. Yahweh Penna took third. And Derek Mantle took fourth. And I believe it was Andrew's first time out. That was pretty cool. I was telling him up in the store this week. I'm like, you should come out and just race. It's fine. Yeah, it was good. Um, three of those guys also had slashes. We did a slash only backwards race. And it was yeah. them three. And then I let one of the other. They're all Plex Speckers. I let the other kid borrow my slash. Which, by the way, listen. If you race at the Plex, okay? The STS, Saturday Truck Series, starts in two weeks. Okay? Father's Day weekend. Everybody should buy a slash. Or borrow one or trade for one. Let's all get slashes and have that be our third or whatever class. Yeah, that'd be cool. We'll race up to 20 of them at the same time. That would be insane. One, I, don't, I, don't have, I don't know if I could run that. One big heat of slash. You could run it. It doesn't count. It doesn't count? No, it doesn't count. Okay. I ran stock slash when I was sponsored by Losi. Yeah. I uh I won won one of the biggest stock slash races. Ever. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. Anyway, uh, okay, stock buggy. We had uh, we didn't have enough to split them up this week, so we just we threw Eli and Cole, uh, and Ronnie, uh, to the wolves basically, and uh, they held their own. You know, um, Jackson Anderson took a TQ and a win. Uh, Dustin Hosick uh, finished second. Chance Rolk was third. How about Cole Webb? So Cole Webb qualified fourth in the first round. It held up. He had a terrible second round, um, but then came back in the main and finished fourth in front of John Bairding, Ronnie Went, and Eli Webb. So that's pretty awesome. Improvement going on with the Webb bros for sure. Yeah. And you're not going to get better unless you race with better people. So that's just, that's the way to do it. Yeah, that's how you do it. And then we had Mod Buggy. And uh, so Jackson, Riley, Rod, Mitchell, and Aiden all didn't make the main. So there was there was nine of us. Yeah. 
and uh, got whittled down to three. And I started on pole. I actually got a TQ. Mm-hmm. My second round was really good. Yeah. I had no crashes. I thought my tires were dialed. Um, I could push my car slightly. And then, and then in the main, I just didn't feel there yet. Yeah. Especially that first minute. The first minute just did not feel connected to the car or the track at all. And it shows. Uh, my fast lap was a 22.2. Yours was a 21.9 and Ethan's was a 21.8. So Ethan Dallaire got around me third lap, I think. Yeah. And then I think that same lap, I think you got around too. I to like, yeah, I just followed Ethan through, I thought. I had to like correct my car or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah. And then we just chased each other for six minutes. Mm-hmm. And then you made a little bobble. Let me catch back up to you. And I went for it. And then I took you out. And then I waited as a yeah. good sports should be. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that was that. You got second. I got third. So it was a good race. Still a good mm-hmm. race. I mean, honestly, it was. It, if I wouldn't have ran India and took you out, we would have finished within seconds of, of Ethan. So. Yeah. No, definitely. I mean. I don't know. Anything could have happened there with that one. So it was a good one. Yeah, it was a good one. So always another one. Um, I just spurred up some questions about the Traxxas slash to the, uh, the stock slash class. We'll, we'll, we'll go over it here in a little bit at the end. We'll get through this and then we'll, uh, we'll uh, take a pivot break and then we'll come, we'll circle back. As I Unless like to. you want to ask a question and give us some. Yeah, if, if you want to interrupt the show <laughs> with a question about the slash spec stuff, you can do it right now with a super chat. Super chat. But other than that, we'll come back to the end. Yeah. And then we had some trucks and it was weird. We had, uh, we had uh, this. So we had, it says stock truck, a main, but here's what it was. It was a mod truck, a 13, five truck and a four by four truck. And we mm-hmm. just put them all in together to get their to get their time. So Vanderbeek was running mod two wheel truck. Ronnie John Bernie was running thirteen five stadium truck, and then Ronnie Went was running his uh, his mod four by four mini truggy. So technically, they all won. Yeah, because they're all in different classes. Everyone's a winner. Yeah, everyone's a winner, and that was a Friday. I even went and had a beer with you guys afterwards. Yeah, it was great. Although I. Yeah, I didn't really, it wasn't a beer though. It was one of these uh, pansy drinks. Yeah, yeah, it was. Real quick, we'll talk about on-road. So again, uh, the most entries out of the weekend, which never happens with on-road, but it, but it did this week. And uh, I couldn't watch any of it. We were up, we were busy. We actually had a really busy Sunday again. Oh, Sundays are always busy. Yeah. I mean, Saturdays are always busy, but like Sundays are crazy busy. They're, Sundays are usually busier in the first hour and a half that we're open than Saturdays all day. Oh, really? Yeah. Usually there's like people waiting outside the door because we open at noon. Mm-hmm. They're all getting antsy about stuff. Uh, okay. So we had the uh, Tamiya TCS spec A main. So these are TTO2s with, um, I believe, uh, a 215 non adjustable brushless. Or you can run the stock motor that comes with these kits. Um, Jim Hungate took the win. Um, Mark Bergatti finished second, and Mason Ebner uh, finished third. Usually there's more than that. Usually there's like a full heat of those. USGT, this is their class I would have raced, but I didn't feel like it. Um, I need to buy new tires for my car. 
I just didn't feel like buying new tires. Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> uh, Ken McKenney taking the win. Nice. Uh, Mike Clement finished second. Dennis Reardon was third. Tony Cook was fourth. And Chris Tyler was fifth. I was bummed out. Tony Cook got like a whole stock buggy off-road setup, and now it's all on 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 uh, on Facebook for sale. Who did? Tony Cook. I hope I hope I didn't do anything to like tick him off. I don't know. What could you have done? I don't know. I can't think of anything either. Anyways, maybe just didn't feel it. It's kind of like off-road and on-road guys. Like I just sometimes I just don't feel like racing on-road. It's probably the same way. Uh, Euro truck. I did actually catch the end of this race. I was looking to, I just happened to be looking down on the track. Mark Borgatti, um, finished second. So these are those TTO one, uh, to my championship series, Euro trucks. Uh, Mark Borgatti finished first. Tim Ski finished second. Barry Evelyn was third and Mason Ebner was fourth. Listen, Tim Ski should have won this race. Like Tim, you know, Tim, he does that thing where he like gets around you and then he'll wait because he just wants to race. He doesn't really care about the actual finish. But yeah. he, he busted a move on Mark on like the second to last corner that if it was me driving, I would have been like, well, see ya. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, he didn't do that. He, he busted a move on Mark and then and then he let Mark get back around him and they drag race down the straightaway and and Mark Brigatti got the win. So, yeah, whatever. It's fine. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's just for fun. Uh, formula one still want to get one of these one day. I just, they're so expensive for what they are. I mean, you can buy an helmet, you can almost buy an eight scale or a four by four off-road buggy for one of these things. How much is one? $500? Yeah. They're almost 500 bucks. And there's like way less carbon fiber on an F1 car than a four by four. Anyways, uh, Ken McKenney took the win. Uh, Tony Cook was second. Jim Hungate was third. Mason Ebner was fourth. Mark Ebner was fifth. And Olin Hines qualified second, but finished fifth. So Olin had a good qualifying run there. Then there's a whole bunch of 12 scales. That's not normal um, in the summertime. Uh, but these aren't really eight scale onward guys for the most part anyways. So uh, Mike, Cle- Mike Clement uh, got a TQ and a win by lap. Chris Tyler finished second. Kobe Krell was third, Jason Schald was fourth, Benjamin Fenton was fifth, and Jay Hines was sixth. And I think I had an Awesomatic sighting in the 12th scale. I think one of these guys had that Awesomatic's 12th scale. Ooh. Yeah, that's like a $700 12th scale. <laughs> is it really? It's crazy how much, how much money it is. Yeah, and you got to have like three of them. Like, you have to have like three 12 scales. Like, one for practice, one for uh, the first qualifier. Oh, well, you need four. Yeah. You need one for practice when the track doesn't have enough grip yet. Then you need one for the first qualifier when the grip starts coming up. Then you need a third one for the second qualifier. And then you need a fourth <laughs> one set up different for the main. Like you can't you can't just show up and run one car. You need like five to twelve scales. You yeah. need five just in case you, you destroy one. Yeah. Uh then you got uh vintage Trans Am, and this was actually the biggest class of the day, it looks like. There was eight mm-hmm. of them. And uh, Tony Cook back to his winning ways here with uh, with Vintage. Um, I think he dominated everybody last winter. Uh, Dennis Redden was second. Jay Hines was third. Uh, Olin Hines was fourth. Your top four finished exactly how they qualified. Uh, Mark Ebner beat Barry Evland. And then Rick Clement uh, was seventh. And Jim Hungate looks like he didn't start. Hmm. And then there was a GTE. Do you know what these are? No. They're these uh, new Tamiya cars. They look like the... Uh, electric f1 
Okay. And they have a in they have an inboard suspension. I can't remember the name of the chassis for these, but it's a it's a it's a brand new chassis from uh um from Tamaya. And they're uh they're really cool looking. At the TCS race, I think they ran I think they ran a 17.5 motor. Which is really fast. Single cell or two cell? Two cell. Oh really? That's that's a lot yeah. of power for any uh ten ten scale F one car. Yeah. Because they already I mean it's like they're not designed to go like anything faster than like a twenty five five or a twenty one five, you know. But if that car can handle it, I mean yeah. that's pretty dang good. I, I drove Tim's car. I mean it, it drove pretty good. It was just it wasn't really fast at the time. I think I think in this class I think they're running twenty one five, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Dennis Redden, though, took the win. Tim Ski was second. Barry Evland was third. And Mark Ebner was fourth. And that is your weekend of racing at the Hobbyplex off-road, Family Friday off-road, Saturday Speed off-road, and the uh, Triple Crown um, on-road series because uh, Tim uh, does not have the uh, imagination like I do and just calls it Triple Crown instead of something other than triple crown. Oh, really? I yeah, get, get some scoops going there, buddy. Not anything against, uh, I'm not saying anything bad about Tim. I'm just saying that like, Tim's just like, yep, it's a triple crown. Okay, cool. Where if, if I was coming up with it, I would rack my brain for like a month trying to, f- trying to figure out some catchy name that signifies three races. That's not triple crown. Like every other on road or off road, triple crown race mm-hmm. or horse race. Or horse race, mm-hmm. or any other race that has three races. Yeah, I I hope that didn't sound douchey. I wasn't like I wasn't. No, like, it definitely did, but it's okay. Okay, I wasn't <laughs> crapping on Tim. I was just saying, hey, you know. I'm kidding. No, you sound fine. I, you're you're fine. Okay. Um. All right. We well, let's do a pivot landing break, and then we'll uh, go through the chat and see if there's anything, uh, any anything they want to talk about. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and do that. Then we'll finish her up because I gotta go. I gotta go to the track tonight and and uh, tear up that tabletop and start building something new for this weekend. And now a word from our sponsors. Yeah. This is a pivot lending update with David Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. This is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group, and today is May tenth, twenty twenty one. And we want to talk about interest rates and where the market is today and where we kind of see the rates going potentially into second quarter, going into third quarter. Interest rates have moved up 50 basis points since the 1st of February. So we were on a 30-year, right at the beginning of February, we were close to 2.375 to 2.5, right in that range. We went as high as 3.375 about four, three, four weeks ago. And we're back down now to about 3% on the 30 year. So a lot of things that are kind of going and moving against low interest rates right now. We have obviously the infusion of capital into our economy within the last 12 months. We've pushed through and and continuing to push through about $6 trillion in in debt from the beginning of COVID through the the last push. Uh, So there's a lot of money that's going to be coming into 
our economy being printed up and a lot of employment going on. And in combination with that, converging with the amount of money that's sitting on the sidelines right now. So all the families that, including mine, did not take a vacation last year and have just disposable income has actually has been growing momentum in your savings accounts. You're going to see a lot of people taking that money off the sidelines and start purchasing things and doing things and kind of getting back to a somewhat normal life. And when we have the amount of money that we're going to be printing with the the money that the government's borrowing and having convergence with that and the uh, the consumer spending that is happening. And then the final piece in that is uh, payroll, in which we start to see payrolls going up and the job numbers coming down. And everywhere that I'm looking around are different markets. There's just help on signs everywhere. Uh, just driving in to do this recording, they were talking about uh, the lack of employment in the service industry. And they, they just can't hire enough people right now to help. And they're getting crushed on Mother's Day because of the lack of employees to help in the service sector. So when we have those three things going against the rates, you're going to start to see inflation pop up. And the effects of the inflation typically are in rear. So you're not, you know, by the time that we start to see some of those numbers pushing higher, it's already been cooking for a little bit. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you're going to see rates over 4% in 12 months. We'll just have to kind of see, keep our eye on it. But that being said, rates are actually down a little bit here within the last week or so. Uh, it's a great time still to refinance. The rates are slightly higher, but still fantastic. When I jumped in the industry 27 years ago, Prime was at 10, so you know, I mean, three and a half, 4%, 5%, these are all still really great rates. If you're in a situation where you're looking to refinance just rate and term, you didn't take advantage of the market over the last year, we're lower, I should say, than where we were two, three, four years ago. So there's still a, a big advantage there. Cash out if you're looking to do some consolidation. My oldest is going off to college, so I'm thinking about that. If you're looking to take some cash out to pay for college or even do some home improvements, you know, there's a lot of equity that's starting to grow in Omaha. And we've been watching this for several years in, in Colorado. Take some of that equity and double down on it and make the improvements that you need to to your property. So the financial outlook for interest rates, obviously, we all know that they're going up. It's not if, it's when, and the wind's happening right now. So this is a good time to lock in your rates before you kind of get caught on that next adjustment, I guess. Uh, if you have any questions on any of that, feel free to give me a call, 402-881-5951. Ask for David Olson or shoot me a text, 402-881-5951. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277-589. Pivot Lending, NMLS 109-995. Now to your regularly scheduled program. Did you see the, they released the, officially released the J Concepts Firebird today? Drag body? Yeah, I did. Thing looks good. Yeah. I'm, uh, I ordered tires last week for the regionals. Um, and I'm like, hey, please, for the love of God, put me down for one of those. So I hope I get mine. That'd be cool. Yeah. Cause I'm gonna, I might have, two drag cars here pretty soon. Might be getting the low C one too. Oh, really? 
Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. You're just going to run whichever one's better? Well, I kind of wanted to do like a shootout video. Oh, yeah. You know? I could try it and see. See what I could come up with. Well, do you still have the stock radio for the associated one? Or did you sell it? Uh, It's gone. Yeah, I don't have it. That, ugh, ugh. Uh, that would have been good to do with the video, though. Yeah, uh, but I'm getting the roller anyways. Oh, you are? Yeah, I'm not going to get the yeah, RTR. Yeah, I'm not going to get the RTR because that, that wouldn't be fair anyways because the RTR Losi one comes with a way bigger motor. I think it's like a 6700. Oh. So it's fine. Okay. And then did you fine. see... Sorry about it. No, no. Don't be... You know, no. <laughs> uh, did you see Jackson Anderson is uh, uh, now officially running for Team Associated? Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I've known. Okay. You probably knew before he did. Uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so what does that give us? What does that give Omaha now? Officially? We've got, we've got you, Kyle and Jackson. Yep. Is that it? For associated? Uh, yeah. Wow. Locally. Yep. That would be it. And then who do we got from TLR? Aiden. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Super chat. Uh, Peter Renault just dropped a super chat before we start scrolling through. Uh, my four wheel drive isn't tracking straight at high speeds on the sidewalk. I think the front tire might be ballooning, maybe inconsistent gluing. He said he balanced it. Um, it could be, um, well on the sidewalk, your car's not going to have as much grip, so it's going to kind of torque steer anyway. No, that's true. Shaft cars torque steer pretty bad. Yeah. So that, that would be my first inkling is that it's, Torque steering some just because you don't have as much grip on concrete that you would at a prepared dirt surface or carpet or whatever you run on. Yeah, especially carpet. Mm-hmm. If a tire is out of balance, will that make your car? If one tire is out of balance, will that make it turn? It has to be like really bad. I don't know. I balance my tires usually. Yeah, I don't. Clearly, I don't. Mm-hmm. I just, I feel like they balance themselves. Uh, boy, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Forward drive isn't tracking straight at high speed on the sidewalk. Could be a bad bearing, too. Yeah. You know, if you have a Maybe check the bad drive bearing train. in one of your front spindles or a bound up drive shaft or something, that's going to make it dip out in the front and transfer power to the other side. Or what about, uh, um, what about, the tie rods being uh different lengths like what if you're oh. what if you're uh what if your front end and you you set your toe but one one tie rod's slightly longer than the other one mm-hmm. and you're you're going in a straight line do you think that that would make a difference i know it does oh, when you, I, mean, I know it, it does when it you could turn. Be. yeah i know it, it could i mean if it's not towed correctly i mean it's it's gonna pull one way or the other um, I mean, there's a lot of factors. It could be bump steer, like you, know, you transfer that weight back and then the tires do weird stuff up front. could be your ball studs need to be polished in front and one's binding and not letting it uh, transfer weight back correctly. Yep. There's a lot of little things that makes a car not drive straight. Josh McMullen says Jackson Anderson's also looking for a Loctite sponsorship. Oh, neat. That's, that's pretty funny. Let's see. There's not too many 
not too many on here. Riley Filbert says, Hey, web bros. And then he says, I'm a star Wars person myself. That goes back when we were got into a tangent. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And, uh, that makes sense. Cause Riley kind of looks like a Wookiee with his long hair. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, man. Uh, still going down here. Bob Thorpe said super chip was awesome. I agree. Yeah. I kind of, Oh yeah. I kind of felt weird. Like I wanted to be there. Yeah. I felt like I was this first time in a while where I felt like I was truly missing out on something. Yeah. And it was, relatively close like Tulsa's relatively close Mm -hmm. the Topeka race you know in September I mean that's it's three hours away yeah it's doable yeah uh Josh McMullen wants to know has Will been working on his list of old man things to say during 40 plus mod class there there actually isn't a list those are all just off the cuff as I think of them while I'm in there (laughs) because you got you got new balance shoes yeah, that's a big one. Uh, get off my lawn, which is pretty mm-hmm. normal. Um, yeah, I always, I always bring up old country buffet. You know, I know that's not a <laughs> thing anymore. Country kitchen buffet. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Is the the Cialis? That was one. Rogaine. Uh, Rogaine. Ibuprofen. Rogaine. Uh, carburetor tuning solicitation. Um. <laughs> lawnmower blade sharpening <laughs> uh hover around scooters oh the hover around um, forgot about the hover yeah J- jitterbug phones life, <laughs> life alert um ben gay um uh, was another sponsor of 40 plus um stair masters those those uh chairs that are like fixed to the wall so you can go up and down the oh, stairs oh yeah, yeah 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 walk in bathtub yeah, the walk-in bathtub. Yeah, wa- that's a good one. Yeah, the walk-in bathtubs. I forgot about that. Dude, one. screw <laughs> that. Those look. Those look like they're all freaking awesome, anyways. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be so dope. Yeah, Just go right in there. Uh, <laughs> perfect place to sit while you're doing stuff. We were talking about uh, Gretchen and I were talking about um, redoing our bathrooms, uh, the upstairs bathroom and the master bedroom, and then we wanted to put in a bathroom downstairs so I quit peeing in the sink. Dude, peeing in the sink is so liberating. Uh, it kind of is. It helps your aim. I tell you that much. It helps your aim because I don't want to like, I, I try to clean up as little as possible because you got to pee in the sink. Then you got to take the sprayer and spray it down so that there's no leftover pee. Otherwise, it'll smell really bad. <laughs> um, anyways, going off of that. But uh, uh, we're not going to do it now because the price of construction is so crazy that we're going to wait. We're, we decided we're going to wait and see if the prices of everything comes down. But I want one of those showers that has multiple shower heads. Like, like you get the, that one and then this one in the middle that sprays right at your, right at your chest. And then you get one down here that gets your legs. And I think, yeah, that'd be, well, I think that'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah. We want to knock down the wall and extend out to the side of our house, a little, a little thing and then put the bathroom, like put the shower, like put a bigger shower in there, whatever. Hmm. But it's going to be a while now for that. Everything's so expensive. Yeah. John Haas, and it's funny, he means no cash, sucker. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think about what we were even talking about. It's like, oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah, that thing. Rod Case brought up, because uh, I, 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 I bought myself a uh, 
like a gardening hat to use during our rock crawling days. So I don't get sunburnt anymore. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, who's, uh, who was that hippie guy who used to, uh, who walked to work, Alex? <laughs> that was, that was Ron, man. Yeah. Used to have Ron. Ron. Yeah. Ron worked there, man. Ron was funny. Cause like this one time that we had somebody, uh, grab and go. Yeah. They, they grabbed a, a, a rustler. No, not a rustler, a Revo, like one sixteen scale Revo, like literally right in front of him and then dashed out the door. And he just turned to me and he goes, Hey, Alex, man, that guy just left with the Revo. It's like, dude, like you're going to do anything. React. Yeah. Do something. Oh, I did, man. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he said? <laughs> no, but that's what I imagine oh. he would say. I'm a pacifist, man. <laughs> I watched the big Lebowski last night. It's on Netflix now. Yeah. God, I love that. Whenever movie. we get a new rug in the house, I always have to go. Yeah. It really pulls the room together. Yeah. So you've actually seen that movie. Oh my God. That's a movie I can look. <laughs> you know what's real? I don't know. Have I mentioned this before? I think I've mentioned this on the show before. Watch How the, much big you hate Le- the Eagles. No. Yeah. Hate the yeah. Eagles. If I effing hate the Eagles, man. Get out of my cab. Blah, 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 blah. Watch that. Watch the big Lebowski in Spanish. It's funnier. Oh, yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah, it's funnier because I know all the, I know like most of the movie almost by heart, and watching it in Spanish is is almost funnier than the real thing. Didn't Bob Seger do that? That uh, what condition my condition is in song? Who did that song? It's the same guy that did that song. Like you got to know when to hold. Um, that's Kenny Rogers. Know when to fold them. Kenny that's, Rogers. Okay. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. It's the same guy. You don't count your money when you're sitting at the table. My parents loved Kenny Rogers, so I know a lot of Kenny Rogers. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually saw one of my earliest memories of seeing Kenny Rogers in concert at the Civic Center. He used to throw tambourines out into the crowd. Did you get one? No, but I remember it. <laughs> That's such an obscure instrument to throw into the, the tambourine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all right, who wants a triangle? <laughs> <laughs> Gretchen and I used to go to the Max here in Omaha, the dance yeah. dance club, and uh, and it was uh, uh it, it was a, it's a gay it was a gay dance club. But if you went to the, I've been there before. I went I went with one of my uh, there were two friends. <laughs> there were two <laughs> dance floors, and if you went on one dance floor, you saw a lot of stuff you didn't want to see. If you went to the other dance floor, it was it was much more mellow, a lot less of that stuff. They didn't want to see if you were, if you were hetero hey, or you might be on the right dance floor. Yeah, who knows? You know but anyways, saying? there was always, there, there was always the same guy. There was always the same guy and they had these pedestals and you could jump on a pedestal if you wanted, if there was room and you wanted to, and, and you could get up there and he, the same guy, every single time we went there, had a tambourine and a glow stick. Yeah. And he'd just yeah. hang it together. I danced on one of those. I did too. A lot. I did right before there was a lot of people there. Gretchen, Gretchen, I got there once kind of early and there wasn't too many people there. And, and you were there during happy hour. Yeah, basically. John Haas says Casey's throws away so many donuts daily. Employees aren't even allowed to take them home to friends and family. Well, that's weak. I hate that rule. Yeah. A lot of food places have that rule. It's really stupid. Okay, here we go. So Jason Haley wanted to know, does slash have to be spec? What about Traxxas parts? Just like Tamaya. So, uh, the Hobbyplex stock slash rule is you can change the body 
You can change the radio. You can't change anything else. Nothing else. What battery do you have to use? You can use a two cell lipo. Okay. You can use a stock seven cell if, if you have it or use a two cell lipo. But everything else has to stay stock. Basically no hop ups. There's no reason to. We did that last time. I, I had my slash for like six months. I never even worked on it and, and had a good time. Raced it. Yeah. Um, I think I broke a top shaft once. You know how those top shafts break? Yeah. Yeah. That might be it. Let me see what else we got. Oh, we didn't mention Viagra. That's kind of Cialis, like. Oh, is Cialis, same thing. I mean, I don't know. They're boner pills. I mean, how oh, many? <laughs> I gotta go through and name them all. Uh, extends. Uh, let me get my credit card receipt here. I, I honestly didn't know Cialis. I didn't know Cialis was that. I had no idea. I oh, thought yeah. I thought it was like a hair growing drug or something. No, it's boner pills, dude. <laughs> oh, this is funny. Like the the Floby when the. The Floby? Remember that? No. It would cut it? your hair and suck it at the same time. Oh, the suck cut? The suck cut. Def- yes. It's, it's, it definitely does suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Oh, wow. Uh, they're still talking about Peter's. Uh... Oh, here. Peter Renault put this too. So Rod, uh, he, Rod had mentioned uh, venting the rubber, but Rod, but Peter said he didn't vent the rubber because the tracks near me are so dusty. So he didn't. He hasn't vented the tire yet. Yeah, vent the outside because then the dust should come out. Like if you do it like in the like in the carcass or whatever, like here, if you do it there, it should sling all the dirt out. Yeah, that, that's like an old eight scale thing. Like, yeah. Like you used to not, that's why like Proline wheels for eight scale used to not come with holes punched in the wheel. I don't know if they do or not anymore, but cause you'd vent the tire and like the carcass of the tire instead of the, the wheel. So all the stuff would sling out of the wheel. When, cause then like kind of, you know, like let's say you're at the, the silver state race. I mean, that's a loamy dirt, loose dirt track, you know, you get a bunch of that dirt in your wheels, like that's going to get pushed into the holes and screw your inserts up. So you do the outside so it can come out. Yeah. Plus, plus if you don't vent them that way, sometimes the, uh, sometimes the closed cell foam can act as a barrier. And so you build up air pressure in there. Yeah. Like you, so, you'll definitely like your car will bounce and do weird stuff when it lands. Like yeah. if you vent the, if you vent the tire, um, cause I do two holes on the sidewall and I do two holes in the carcass and it just vents everything. There's no way anything can get sealed up though. So. Yep. Uh, um, Rod. Okay. We're almost to the end here. Rod says he's got a big Lebowski mouse pad. That's a rug. And, uh, Ooh. and remember bunny's toe is a keychain. He'll have to show us. <laughs> That's funny. That's pretty cool. Um, John Haas says, last time I went to the max, this dude tried to grab his junk, rejected it, saw it coming. <laughs> nice. Uh, that didn't happen to me. I guess I'm not to, I'm not attractive to that, that side of dude, the fence. Dude, I got hit on the entire time I was there. It was really? great. I felt so good about myself afterwards. 
that didn't ever happen to me ever. Really? Yeah. You're probably just ugly. I, I guess I am. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Or maybe I just, maybe I just, just flow. Uh, uh, maybe I have this aura of, um, of heterosexuality about yeah, me. Maybe. Maybe. Could have fooled me though. Yeah. <laughs> uh brian p says can you use a slash ultimate no you cannot because we're talking about two-wheel drive a slash ultimate would go into pro four short course truck which is also available at the sts which i recommend you guys all come out and do huh. and uh that's it that's all the that's all the comments i got and uh we had one super chat from peter i hope we were able to steer you into some things to look at there with that one and with that, we got that. So I don't know. I think we're done. I think I'm going to go home real quick and uh, eat something. And then I'm going to uh, head to the track and see how far I can get tonight before working on it all day tomorrow. Okay. So Sounds like a plan, man. Yep. It's a plan. I've been building my backyard rock crawler course. I've, I've gotten some, uh, I've gotten quite a bit done in the last uh, two days kind of excited about it. So, but it all comes to a screeching halt now that I'm, uh, now that I'm actually back to working on the track again. Yeah. Anything else? Man, not that I can think of. Mm. I'm looking at all, all my old, uh, uh, RC 10 GT parts here. And I, I put a flywheel on my engine, even though it's not the flywheel I'm going to use, but mm. it doesn't matter, I guess. Mm hmm. Uh, John Haas, one more. He wants to know, so track is closed until Friday at four. Uh, nope. Track should be open Wednesday and Thursday. I should be able to get everything I want to do done, uh, tomorrow by the end of the day tomorrow, but that's why we don't have any crawling tomorrow. And that's why the track is closed tomorrow. Okay. Uh, well, that's it. We'll, uh, we'll get out of here as always. This show is brought to you by pivot lending group. You can find him at pivotlending.com. Mention our show to uh, Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad. And uh, if you get through with a refinance or home loan, you can uh, get a $500, $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate. Actually, we used to pivot just, uh, we just got done a month ago. We're all hmm. refinanced. So there you go. Also, uh, I believe Alex Vanderbeek might be on Hobbyplex After Hours this week. Oh, nice. I think he's coming over. Uh, or he said he was going to try. So, okay. We might have Alex Vanderbeek, um, in the, uh, man cave for a couple hours. That'd be cool. Yep. I got to rebuild a diff and, uh, I'm going to glue another set of tires for, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. So you still running that same, no, you had a new car since then. So never mind. Yep. Okay. Well, we're going to go and, uh, thank right. you guys for tuning in. Uh, I think at one point we had like 27, 28 on here. So that's pretty nice. awesome. And Does our uh, offer still stand if we get how many? Like 50? 50. I want to see us get 50 at some point. Mm-hmm. I think the highest we've ever had is like 32 or 33. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I don't know if it just has something to do with the algorithm or, or what, but. I don't think we'll hit that during the summer. I bet this winter we'll hit it. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Either way, the playbacks are good. We usually have, I think the last show we did has more than 200 playbacks on YouTube. Nice. That's not too bad. We need to, we need to start doing commercials. Yeah, I know. So, 
Okay. All right. We're really going to go this time. All right. See you guys. Bye.